Welcome to the Master Your Genius Podcast with Keith Cornies. Listen in and learn as he coaches entrepreneurs to master their genius. Here's your host, Coach Keith. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Coach Keith here. You're about to watch and listen to an episode where I am coaching Joanne. And the takeaway that you're going to see is, is I aligned Joanne with a bit of a purpose, a life's purpose, because she was feeling she was in a bit of a mess. She was looking for some direction and didn't want to feel grounded, but left here feeling grounded in a good way. And what we did is I walked her through a process where she saw herself, she saw her core values and her gifts, and she's walked away here now with something where as she moves forward, she'll be able to make some great decisions. So have a listen, and I hope you enjoy. So I'm here with Joanne She. And Joanne has been in Canada for four years. I know Joanne and have met Joanne. This is kind of the first time we've met and sat down together. Yeah. And through my marketing team, they're working in a workspace, and we put out a call for anybody that wanted to do the podcast. And Joanne answered that call, and here we are today. So we might as well just get started, Joanne. So we've had a preliminary conversation, which is good. So a couple of things that I'd like to ask you is... You told me that you're feeling a little bit unorganized. You've got lots going on, and you're following three different paths right now. One is you're a writer for a biotech company, and you like the writing. That's a creative part of you that you like, and that you are so a vet technician, and you like working with animals. And when you were back in, and where where is your hometown again? Taiwan. Taiwan. From Taipei. Yeah. And back then you were a vet tech, right? Back then I studied veterinary medicine mm-hmm. and I got my veterinarian license. Oh, there. wow. Yes. So that was awesome. And the third thing that you're working on is your yoga training, which is something that you did personally and kind of found a little bit of a passion for. And you just did an intense training course up in Pemberton here in British Columbia, which is beautiful. Did you enjoy that? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. So much, so, so much depth to yoga that we don't know about. You know, everyone thinks yoga on the surface is just going to the, you know, but to stretch or whatever. But it's really deep. It's really spiritual. It's healthy for the body and, and those things as well. Yeah. So my first question is, when you were a vet- veterinarian, what do you think is the driving values for you? Like, why did you like being a vet? Do you like helping? you liked caring? you liked animals? What do you think was the part of you that likes that? Yes, definitely the three part you just mentioned is part of the biggest reason that driven me go on this path. And I will say tracing back my motivation and my intention of going to the vet field is my pet chihuahua. <laughs> and we had her since I was in grade four. And she was very sick when I was in high school. And that was the transition time that I'm going to apply for college. Mm-hmm. So because of her, once she was like misdiagnosed by a doctor Mm -hmm. and that made me really sad Mm -hmm. so that made me want to become uh, someone who can help animal and Mm -hmm. give them the proper treatment and yeah just like provide as much care that they deserve Mm -hmm. as any other lives so i know that you and i will be here today and there might be different words with different definitions so i might try some things out like are you familiar with the word nurturing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you find that when you were a vet taking care of the pets, helping helping the people, there was this nurturing, caring quality where you just wanted to help people? 
you mean from myself? Or yeah, for yourself. For myself. For yourself. To nurture people was fulfilling. Yeah, for, for sure. There's a certain extent that working in a hospital and working with animal and people is really nurturing when I see animal recovers mm -hmm. and when I see the family members are reunion or seeing their animal is getting better and better, for sure that's a very rewarding and nurturing mm -hmm. process for me. And then with the writing, what would you say are some of the main things that drive you in the writing? For the writing thing, because I like science communication mm -hmm. and I, I like popular science. Mm -hmm. So when I was little and still now, my dream job is work for like National Geography or this type of uh, discovery type of platform. So when I got this opportunity to freelance for this biomedical media company, mm -hmm. I was thrilled. And one thing that excites me is in this field, I can explore and develop new things and always keep myself fresh from learning different things mm -hmm. in terms of not just in the life science field, but also like from multiple sources that mm -hmm. I can gather knowledge and, and project the knowledge I learn in a simplified way to the public. Mm. That's one. So the learning, the knowledge, is there a part of the creativity of writing? Do you like that part of it? Or is it more the learning, the knowledge, and the science? The creative side is definitely there. Because one thing I do with this company is I interview people. Mm -hmm. And I learn story from them. But I kind of like transform and absorb whatever I hear from them and turn it into a story. So the story writing part is something I really enjoy, too. So that would creative. be the creative part. Yeah. I love the word creative. I call that the genius having fun. So what I call the genius is your overall learnings. Mm -hmm. So what you learned through being a vet tech, what you learned as a science writer, and what you learned as a yoga instructor, relationships, family, this collective information that you have is your overall genius and that is where we draw for the answers for the for our life and my philosophy is is you have the answers for your own life so let's just go to the third thing now yoga so we know that basically what I'm doing is I'm drawing out your core values mm -hmm. okay so through the vet work your core values are caring and helping people and then you like to be creative and you like to learn these are four of your core values what do you think is the main focus or value or reason why you enjoy yoga so much? Well, I've been digging myself throughout the past week from the Pemberton training. Mm -hmm. So the core value for me, I would say doing yoga is one thing really therapeutic because mm -hmm. I start doing yoga as far as I can remember was in high school mm -hmm. and I was introduced to yoga by my teacher at school. and. Not until a couple years ago, I had my arms injury, and I started doing yoga for recovering my arms injury. And that's why I would say therapeutic is one thing I'm doing yoga. So self-care? Self-care. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I feel like yoga is also a way that I can balance my life and feeling connected with other people mm -hmm. by doing yoga and through doing yoga like people get connected mm -hmm. so it's just like a very lightful and cheerful feeling mm -hmm. from doing yoga and is that like a spiritual concept for you or more of a 
community connecting and self-healing process? I will say the later one. Spiritual? Like the later oh, one? Okay, like yeah. the community and community connecting. Community and connecting. But okay. not until I start doing the training, I start learning the spiritual mm-hmm. part of it. So I, I'm still a beginner of this part, mm-hmm. for sure. But I would say both part is really interesting for me in terms of doing yoga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for yoga for you, it's, it's about self-care, taking care of your body, taking care of your health, your mental health, yeah. connecting and being in community. Yeah. Which is great. So connecting is a value for you. Creative. So you're a caring, helping, creative, connecting person. Does that sound like we've got you almost? Yeah, pretty much. Is that uncomfortable to hear? A little bit. Yeah. Sounds like... Sounds good. Sounds like a, a bit complex <laughs> and a lot for me. Well, we are complex, okay, as human beings. And, you know, the one thing is, is in the science aspect of this for you, your brain is functioning even when you're not even thinking about it. And it's got a programming, and that programming is a survival mode. So a lot of the times it lives in fear and worry and concern, and it projects a negative outcome so that it can create the solution so that doesn't happen. So that's where stress and anxiety comes from, is this future unknown that the brain has to figure out in order to stay safe and survive. And when we were talking earlier, you had this fear of being grounded. Do you remember? You're a person who really wants to be a free spirit and have lots of options and opportunities. And so you have lots of things on the go. And the other thing that you talked about was you wanted to have some more organization because you feel like you're in a bit of a mess right now. Yeah, sort of. Sort of? If I, I feel like right <coughs> now it's okay, but in the longer term, I feel like I really want to put my anchor on somewhere mm-hmm. so that I can just not going but we want to put the anchor in the right place you're a bit of a concern is putting the anchor in the wrong place and then being there and stuck because you want to be able to move sort of Mm -hmm. so So clarify for me what you would be thinking then Hmm? so tell me this grounded part what's the fear about that before I also dig into the fear part of doing some jobs because sometimes when I work in a field and I will see people who already work in the field for a long time as my role models. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the biggest fear is I'm afraid that I will become one of the people who work in the field, but I don't really So what do you think like is happening in their life that you fear? They're stuck, they don't have any. So what do you think is happening for them? Because you fear becoming them. So what do you think they are? I feel like there's something lost in those people I saw before. Maybe that's just how yeah, they live their life. But mm-hmm. You're not judging them, from, but for yeah, you, you want something them, different. So let's identify what you think they have that you don't want. Repetition. Mm-hmm. And not so much passion in their life. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I see a lot of, I saw a lot of venting or... Anger, sadness, frustration. Is that what you're saying when you mean venting? Yeah, sort of. It's just like not so positive Mm -hmm. energy from... So a negative energy. So their repetition, no passion, and then this kind of negative life. You know, they're sad, they're angry, they're not really smiling, they're not joyful. A little bit. Mm -hmm. 
But right now, I'll probably reverse that thought because I can see more and I can see from different angle mm-hmm. as my age grow older, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I will see things from a different perspective. So. That I w- won't narrow my mind mm-hmm. into certain way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm carrying on these three things, not just by my stereotype of mm-hmm. seeing some part of it. I don't like it, and I don't do it because of that. So you're a caring, creative person who likes to connect, right? And when you are that and you are living a life that is not repetitive, so it's spontaneous, there's lots of new things happening, Mm -hmm. and you can have some passion and a positive situation, that's what you're searching for right now. Yes. Good. Yeah. So let me, I'm just going to walk you through a process. So, you know, my whole practice is basically I consider myself a warrior for helping people identify their purpose. Mm -hmm. Because once we have purpose, we can get direction. And then when we have direction towards our purpose, you can start cleaning things up and doing more of what you want, letting go of the things you don't want, and maybe adding other things to it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I see you being a young person who's vibrant, new to Canada, doesn't want to waste their life, wants all these opportunities doesn't want to be stuck and grounded in something they might not be happy in. And so that fear is there. And therefore, you're trying all these different things. And it's funny because, so what I like to do is I like to find the opposite of fear. I'll tell you my word after you tell me your word, the opposite of fear. So what's the opposite of fear for you? Brave. Brave. And if we weren't projecting a negative outcome, being stuck in a place where there's no passion and negativity like those other people, right? So if we're not fearing that negative outcome, we then would be brave to go to a positive outcome. So that's the opposite. Fear of the negative outcome of the repetitive, no passion, negative environment, that's the fear. So the opposite of that would be the bravery to move into a a passionate, positive environment where you're being creative and it's not repetitive. So there's always options for new things to come. Sounds a bit weird. Does it? (laughs) <laughs> so tell me what that means. So when you say it sounds weird, to hear the opposite of that. Because when I think of the opposite of fear, I just like think of the direct meaning, the surface of the word. Sure. And I directly think of another word for... Mm-hmm. Which was brave. Which is brave. But, but I didn't put it in the content of being fear of something, mm-hmm. which means it's being brave of doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you hear that difference... You got a smile on your face. When you hear the difference and put it in that context, what do you think when you hear that? It's just like passionate and not being repetitive thing. I never thought of a way that would be, if I be brave, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it takes bravery because you have to face the fear. So here's the thing about fear. If you fear becoming those people you'll make different choices than if you're brave to make sure you get what you want. Mm -hmm. So you're able to say no to some things and yes to other things. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about saying no to other people. It's about you aligning with what you want and saying no to opportunities that may seem good at the time, but don't align you with what you truly want. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to walk through this process here. So when you're caring and creative and connecting and being brave, and moving towards a passionate, positive life where new things are there, 
who are you being when you're a 10 out of 10 at that, like you're fully focused on that life? Who are you being when you're totally aligned with that passion, the positivity, new things, creative, caring, and connecting? Like right now you're being you, but when you're a 10 out of 10, who would you be being? Like super you, awesome you, your best self. Who would you be being when you're doing that, being that way? Still be me. You'd be you, but you'd be doing exactly what you want, organized, no mess, Mm -hmm. and having that passion, not living the life of those people, but living your full life, it'll be you focused on living that best life. So I know it's a bit of a confusing question. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing that, you'll be, you know, your best self, you'll be super Joanne, you'll be, you'll be somebody who is living their best life, you'll be someone who is focused and getting what they want. So when you're actively doing that and you're laser focused and you have it and you're a 10 out of 10, who is that Joanne? Because right now we're in a bit of a mess. We're fearing that we're going to get, you know, tied down. We're feared that you're going to get in a repetitive position. So this person isn't that person. Even though you're the same person, it's a different feeling or a different way of being. So who would you say you are when you're 100% full on following your passion with your core values of caring, creative, and connecting. I'm not sure this is like sure. targeting to answer your question. That's but okay. I feel like at my point right now, I'm getting all this different nurturing feeling from this three part of maybe we can say career, mm-hmm. like from this different three pathway, I'm getting different things that can nurture myself. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, I'm pretty satisfied with, with where I am Good. right now. But just at some point, I feel like if I develop longer, I will have to let go of something in order to carry on in some mm-hmm. other side. So I would never regard myself as a 10 out of 10 because I see life as a fluctuated process. So maximum, probably, I can achieve like 8 Mm-hmm. during some point of my life, but I don't expect to be, like, perfect, perfect, because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. So no, I would say no matter what point I'm at in the past or right now or in the future, I will just be me mm-hmm. all the time. Nurturing me, taking care of you, right? Yeah. Awesome. So it's not about perfection. It's about mastery, and there's a difference. Perfection is trying to achieve something that is measurable that's not you. It's a perfection. It's like, I want to be that. Whereas mastery is becoming your best self, taking yourself to the next level. So if you're in an eight and you move to a nine, you're one step closer to being the best Joanne you can possibly be. In martial arts, like for instance, in karate, they have the black belt and they give away 10 levels of that black belt. They're called dan's. And nobody ever achieves the 10th Dan because karate is about mastery and they never give out the 10th Dan. And so everyone is always trying to achieve mastery, which is nothing like perfection, but it gives you that drive and passion to just want to be your best self. And so, yeah. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, is nobody ever says they're a 10 out of 10. They always say they're an 8 out of 10. And that either can be like this thought that I can never be perfect. The truth is, is 
the difference in the gap between the 8 out of the 10 and the 10 out of the 10 is the fear of not having what you want. And it's, it's this process in which we have these feelings that might be negative from the experiences that we're having in our lives. So if I said my life was at an 8 out of 10 right now and business is going good and I'm, my podcasts are going good and everything's awesome, and then I would say, you know, the two that I'm missing is right now I'm a little bit of anxiety because sales aren't where I want them to be or I'm a little bit worried about maybe the balance in my life. So there's always that little bit that makes us want to strive for more. So I'm going to ask you another question here. When you are being creative and caring and connecting with people, being that nurturing yourself and trying to be your best self and being who you are, where you are helping other people, connecting with their pets or taking care of the pets or in yoga, why is that important for you to do? In a simplified way, I would say one is the most basic and most simple. It's like, it's the financial source. So Mm -hmm. it's important for me to do. And another thing is, like, I feel happy when I do it, and I feel like connecting to people is really important because we're, like, human is a social animal, so this is part of our nature. So I put it in this way of why I like to connect with people and how I think that's important. And when you are being you at a 10 out of 10, which you don't agree with, but let's just pretend and you are connecting with people in a happy way, how are you affecting those people? How are you impacting those people? I hope it's in a positive way mm-hmm. and make people happy. Mm-hmm. So you're affecting people in a positive way, and why is that important for you to do? Starting from yoga, let's say, like you just make a conclusion on yoga that that's a nurturing and self-caring process, and I feel like starting from myself and if I can gradually make the people surrounded me to have the same feeling, to feel the same feeling, and then they can, they can share the feeling to other people that surround them. And it's like an expanding happy circle mm-hmm. for me. So you're really looking to make an impact in the world because if you impact these 10 people and they impact 10 people and they impact 10 people, then you just by being your best self, taking care of your finances, because that's important, where you're happy and connecting, impacting people in a positive way, so they'll impact people in a positive way. So, you know, your three core values, when you apply them, you want to impact the world in a positive way by doing your part. Does that make sense? Being who you are. Sort of. So it kind of gets really big, right? Like, that's a big statement. I want to make a positive impact in the world. Well, I never thought of it this way before. And this is aligning with our purpose. Mm -hmm. And so when you are in yoga, you're working with people, you become an instructor, you're going to impact them and their lives. When you're writing your articles and learning and and exploring and sending information out for people to read, it's impacting their lives. And then when you're a vet tech or you're working and helping and nurturing people, you're making a positive impact in their lives. And the reason you want to do that is so they'll be happier and go on and impact other lives. And now I'm going to ask you another question. So when you are doing these things, Mm -hmm. I believe everyone is unique and everyone has gifts. And so what would you say is your gifts that you have that allow you to connect with people in a positive way? 
you're a good communicator, you're funny, you're a listener, you're empathetic, you're compassionate, you're caring. Like, what do you think is the gifts that you have that makes Joanne unique in the world so that she can go and do these things? Can I use some word that people mm-hmm. described me before? Sure, yeah. If you agree with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The only thing is, like, sometimes I get an image or sense of myself from other people's mm-hmm. projection or other people's opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a process that formed me or shaped me as well. So I heard of before people said I'm a good listener mm-hmm. and like some characteristic that people describe me. But I was said in some way, I try to refine my capability of seeing the kindness or seeing the good side of people. and So you're empathetic? You see other people's kindness or you want to be kind to other people? Is, is maybe part of the gift is you're a very kind person? Maybe. Okay. So you're a listener and you're kind. And just imagine, you know, when you were back home as a veterinarian helping people, you were a good listener, you were kind. You know, what are some other good gifts or, you know, things that you have that make Joanne, Joanne and special, right? Because you're unique. I like laughter. Mm-hmm. I like to spend time with friends and... Are you smart? Not the smartest. <laughs> no? And you, no, you're a writer not. for a biotech company and you have a veterinary's license and you go to do a yoga instruction. I mean, well, that's not part of who you are? It is, but it all takes time. And, yeah. And so you don't want to tell me you're smart. I'm going to tell you you're smart. How's that? Well, then I'll take it. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, right? So if your gift is you're a listener and you're kind and you're smart, and what you can do then is by doing that from your core values of being creative, connecting, and caring, and using that great listening skill being kind and smart, you're impacting people in a way where you can connect and be happy and they can go forward and be happier and connect with other people and make an impact in the world. When you're doing that, what are you capable of accomplishing? When I'm doing all that? When you're doing all that. Joanne at a 10 out of 10, caring, listening, kind, smart, creative, connecting, impacting people in a positive way, making a happy world. What's possible? What are you capable of accomplishing? when you're being like that? Wow, I feel like if I'm doing all that, I'll Mm -hmm. probably be so worn out. (laughs) Yeah, but what are you capable of accomplishing? Accomplishing? I have no idea. Anything. When Joanne is a listener, kind and smart, caring, creative and connecting, and you are creating that financial security and you're happy and connecting with others and affecting them in a positive way and you're making an impact in the world, what's possible? Like you said, anything? Anything. And then what kind of actions and behaviors do you take when you're living this life? To make all this thing happen. Mm -hmm. Proactive actions that make it happen. And when you're taking those actions with your core values of being caring, creative, and connecting and making this impact, what kind of environment do you create for yourself and others around you? Well, a happy environment or a positive environment. Which is your purpose in life, to create a happy, positive environment for yourself and others so that they will go forward and impact others so you can impact the world just by being Joanne. And your core values of caring, creative, and connecting. Now, 
when you're going forward and making decisions about where you want to work and what you want to do, this needs to be the sounding board. Is this job going to allow me to be caring, creative, and connecting with people where I can be learning? And will it allow me to use my gifts of listening, being kind, and being smart? And if the answer is no, then no. If the answer is yes, is yes. And then if you want to kind of clean up the mess a little bit, you can ask yourself, in each of the three things I'm doing now, is this leading me to making a positive impact in people's lives and in the world? And then when it comes to asking questions with yourself, like let's just say you were confused on what actions you needed to take, you can ask yourself, what kind of caring, creative, and connecting actions can I take today that will help me gain my finance and happy life? It makes an equation. And the brain is sequential and it wants to have that equation all the time. And so it's important to start with the end first and then create the equation for your life. So a very good example is now you know why you're doing what you're doing. Now you know you have a purpose. And the reason you're doing everything you're doing is to create this life for yourself where you're making a positive effect in people so they can affect others. And you get to use your skills, who Joanne is. So as you move forward and you want to keep something or let something go, you can answer any question based on this now because it's your purpose. Just know that up till today, looking and talking to you, you are impacting the world in a positive way and you are creating happiness for people and therefore they are creating happiness for others as well. When you hear that, what do you think? I feel like that's a huge compliment to me mm. and yeah. So you. <laughs> you're living a life of purpose. And what I want you to know is you came in here feeling like you had a mess. And we walked through this process. How do you feel now? I feel like I'm still in the process of doing everything. But I feel like every time I go through this type of process and every time I walk out of this type of process, I feel like I can step on the ground more solid mm -hmm. a little bit. And move forward a bit with more confidence. Mm -hmm. It's important that you see who you are. And what I provided for you today was for you to see who you are through my eyes by listening and asking you the questions. Mm -hmm. None of this is my words. These are all your own words. So this is who you are. And you're making an impact in the world and continue doing that. And thank you for sharing. Thank you for answering the questions. Mm -hmm. And I hope you got value from this. Of course, thank you for your time and thank you for taking some part of myself that I don't even realize. And it's just like hearing my own voice from the recording, that kind of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of watching yourself in the, in the process. Yeah. All right. Great. Awesome. So here are your core values, mm -hmm. right? And this is actually called the logical levels of how the brain makes decisions. So. In a hierarchy of importance, you are wanting to impact the world and make a positive impact and create people that are happy. And by doing that with your gifts, then you are coming from the core values of these caring, connecting, and creative. So if you run a business moving forward, it would be like Joanne's Yoga Shop, connecting and caring through creativity, creating a happy place for people to come and spread joy through the world. You see, that would be your marketing. 
Yeah. Right? Sounds too ambitious. Well, it is ambition. <laughs> it's your life's purpose. And if you stay focused on that, mm -hmm. everything stays in alignment. The confusion comes when you start doing things that aren't aligned with that, that don't make a positive impact. That would be that dream of not wanting to be in your fear, the repetitive, no passion, negative, right? Because that would be horrible. So if we stay focused on this, this never happens. Mm -hmm. If we lose focus on this through emotions and feelings and frustration and confusion, then we might lead to this. So we always want to stay focused on how can I make a positive impact on people's lives with my gift of listening kindness. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's more there that you want to explore as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, one thing I just thought of. Sure. You haven't given me, like you haven't said your idea of the opposite of fear. What Excitement. Excitement? Yeah. So when I was developing my company, I had to make a decision. I had to invest $12,000 to build these binders. Mm -hmm. My coach that I get coached by, I was like fearing a negative outcome. So she asked me what my opposite of fear was and I said excitement. And she said, well, if you're excited of a positive outcome, what would you do differently? And I said, well, maybe I'd order 200 because I might sell them all. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered the 100 and sold them all in three months and I ordered another 100 by the end of the year. And that started the ball rolling. So the fear almost stopped me from even ordering the first 100. But because I got shifted to the excited, then I was able to move past it. So you, my friend, you need to be brave to try new things so that you can have passion and positivity in your life. And if you're doing that, you'll be impacting people as well. So when you're, the, when you're your best, then you impact everyone in the world. Same for everyone. Yeah, but a lot of people aren't here with a coach getting focused, mm -hmm. wanting to do this, trying to clean up. Like, after we went through this process, doesn't it show you that you're exactly where you're supposed to be? You're exactly where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you should be doing. And if you start to get stretched in time, you have to choose the one that aligns with this the most. Because mm -hmm. that's what's going to make you the happiest. It's a very interesting perspective and interesting way of looking at Yeah, it's different for sure, right? Good. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Master Your Genius podcast. You can rate and review this episode on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Master Your Genius 